special episode for a couple reasons. Well, one, today in horror history, it's my birthday. Exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say, <laughs> it's the anniversary of Adam's birth. Yes. So, congratulations to you on turning so 19. So, people will be talking about this sometime later down the road. We're just getting you in while it's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not history yet, but it will be. And also, another in other big news on this episode, we have a very special guest with us, Benjamin Deer. What's up, Internet? How's it going? <laughs> you, look, you look great from this huge computer screen in front of me. <laughs> this is a laptop, and it's bigger than my television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Benjamin, like Benjamin has written two books now. Yes, sir. Um, and he's working on a third, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Right now, we're talking about the fourth kind. What'd you say, good or bad? Um, I will leave that to the end. All right. <laughs> first, 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 we're doing um, we're gonna do our acronym scare here. And we're gonna second start, time trying it. Yeah, yeah and we're gonna done. we're gonna start with S. S being story. All right. So um, let's jump right into it then. Um, the story is is basically home Alaska. Picture yourself there. <laughs> yeah, it's emptiness. snowy. It's basically ten houses with snow. <laughs> It's and, like a, and some pine, a lot of pine trees, <laughs> a actually. lot of yeah. pine trees, yeah. and aliens. Yeah, thousands of them apparently. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're invading here. But um, the story is written as if it's partially on footage, or um, I I don't know, it's, real it, footage. It's kind of a, almost a reverse found footage movie. Yeah, that they have all the footage, but they're reenacting it cinematically. And jumping back to the exactly. to the other, to the real footage for effect. But spoiler alert, that's all fake. Yeah, that, yeah. And they did a really good job about hiding. <laughs> I know about the last half hour of the movie. The last I half thought. hour, I realized, okay, this is not <laughs> yeah, real. When the, when the guy uh, sat up out of bed and yeah. started floating. That started was... floating in bed. I was like, that is definitely not real. Yeah. But there are a couple. There are a couple things in the uh, movie that, although they aren't real, they're really believable. Absolutely. Absolutely, had me fooled for a long time. Yeah, and one of those, the main things with that is the hypnosis idea. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. The whole kind of the whole story is based around hypnosis. Yeah. Um. And actually, we were talking earlier, and Benjamin was hypnotized once, weren't you? That's yeah. that's right. I was hypnotized. Uh, give me a second. It was 2008. Uh, we were at a uh, family resort in the Poconos, and there was a hypnotist there, and he asked for volunteers to come up on stage and. Of course, I raised my hand. <laughs> How can I not yeah. want to be hypnotized oh, in front exactly, of yeah. about uh, right, 200, 250 people there? So I said, oh, why not? I hypnotized. Yeah. Real, real, real quick, though, was that before or after you had seen this movie? This was before. Oh, yeah. After I seen this movie, I'm not sure I'd want to be hypnotized. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell us about your experience a little bit then. Well, this was more uh, for, I think, entertainment value. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, was kind of bogus i think yeah it was more along the okay so he started talking and relaxing you yeah and his voice was relaxing and what he told us to think about was relaxing mm -hmm. and because of that we were more apt to do the crazy things that we were supposed to do yeah i.e right. act like elvis or dance and make love with a broomstick and you cool. did that or take off your shoe <laughs> and smell it because that's your last tank of oxygen and you're in space things like that oh, did you do right. those things yeah we did it yeah <laughs> yeah wow i wish i had video of that up right now <laughs> I, I wish i had a relaxing voice <laughs> <laughs> the, the next morning uh we're eating breakfast in the dining room and some some guy comes up to me and he says hey man that was pretty crazy what happened was, was that all real was that real i was like 
I really did those things, mm-hmm. but I wasn't under someone's control and yeah. I wasn't uh, a puppet. You know, I could have decided not to. Yeah. I could have easily said, no, I don't want to do that. But at that point, you're just going with the flow. You're chilling. You're just, <laughs> you're just trying to entertain. Yeah. People. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but, I'm sure everyone there was, was dumbfounded by it. Yeah. I thought they thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's more fun to watch than it is to actually be up there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's actually like everybody who he is hypnotizing gets it and just kind of goes along with it. Too. Yeah. And he actually uh, kind of discarded, um, you know, the people who were not, who, who didn't want, who did not want to do it. They, he could tell their minds were a little not as open. Yeah. And he would say, okay, come over here, come over. And he mm-hmm. slowly walked them off stage. You know? yeah. And we were just all sitting there just waiting for the next prompt. Yeah. It was more like, a, it was more like a, a weird backwards acting studio yeah. you know like do this it's like why would i want to do that but i'm supposed to be hypnotized so yeah. i'm gonna do it i had to do something like that in public speaking where they would just before and we were all getting up in front of the class they would just say something stupid to do just to get comfortable in front of people right I, yes I, I wasn't necessarily a fan but yeah. <laughs> same principle so so then my question becomes do you believe in even though that we know now that this movie isn't real Right. Do you believe that hypnotis- hypnotism like that, it's possible and happens? I mean, no. I don't believe that that you can hypnotize somebody and they can go back to another life that they had mm-hmm. or go back in time to their own consciousness. I don't I don't think that's real. I think people who are or go to a hypnotist to quit smoking or whatever, mm-hmm. I think at that point they tell themselves and they're they convince themselves that this is going to work or i'm in a different state and once you start convincing yourself of something like that you start to believe it yeah so sometimes yeah. people say well i went to hypnotist it worked uh or i i went ties and i learned this about myself and i think they condition themselves to believe that mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah. that's yeah that's what i'd say but i don't have any experience with that yeah at all. neither do i the, the one uh second guy to get hypnotized in the movie he talking to his wife and he that they everything and they came to this conclusion to get really truly wanted to be hypnotized yeah. so he had a really open mind he was ready to do it again unlocking secrets that you don't remember mm-hmm. really knows exactly. but yeah let me let me um while we're talking about the second guy i had a couple notes on him just because um at the i mean again when you're watching the movie real and obviously now we know it's not but watching the movie well, let's just pretend it's real let's pretend know it's fake and we're watching it as if it's real because in that case it's a really scary movie absolutely and they did it really well too yep and what was that it's hard to do it's really hard to do something like that absolutely to make people believe it's real even though it's not i mean like all those movies you i even like blair witch project would was a lot of realism i'd fit completely fake because of all the hype yeah that found footage movies have these days yeah exactly because of movies like Paranormal Activity mm-hmm. and stuff like yep. that, that is clearly super fake. Yeah. <laughs> but talking about the um, second guy ties, he said in the quote unquote real footage, he said that um, I'm quoting him here. They get in without setting the alarms. I don't know what they are, but I can see them inside my mind. All I see is an owl, but I know it's not an owl. Yeah, I get you. That line just like struck me. Like imagine, imagine that's like, knowing it's not something but you can only see it as that yeah see this sucks because i i love owls yeah i know right <laughs> like, I, you, my favorite it's yeah. the same 
it's the same owl as the Harry Potter owl too, which <laughs> yeah. is what got me. Universe, universe, low budget. Okay, they, they, it's the same owl, just a little older. <laughs> they had to reuse their owl. So, um, yeah, but that quote just gets me. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? It, I, the when you brought this movie up to me again, I was really excited because I hadn't seen it in years. Mm -hmm. And before we rewatch it, I would still wake up right around three a.m., like three oh, twenty a.m., and I'd get to sleep as quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling, dude. And the thing is, the thing is, upon further research with like other stuff, three thirty-three is supposed to be the safe time. Yeah, exactly. It's the angels' time. It's half of six, six, six. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll get to those in another episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, all the meanings behind all that. We've got, we've got a lot of stuff up our sleeve for that. But the point being, this movie versus that. Yeah, which absolutely. just yeah, kind of gets you. It does get you. That should have been a red flag right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm just gonna stay away from numbers. I think from now on, <laughs> no clocks. All of them, yeah, no clocks. Um, the last thing I want to do in the story section, because now we know it's all written again. So I I didn't know it was all I was watching it. I had to look that up after. But now that I know it's all written, I want to talk about the other part that really got me, and that was when the um um what's her name, the uh, doctor girl Abigail Abigail Abigail. Thank you. Um, she. <laughs> finds her audio recording of that yeah, one yeah. night and her Harry says you've got to listen to this you what is this have you listened to it yeah yet? and she listens to it and it's just normal and then after a couple minutes of silence there's just door creaks open and there's just screaming yeah you could you were putting the picture together in your head at that, that point that if like again when i watched that i thought it was real yeah. It just well, gets you. It, I, sa it says real audio on the screen. Yep. <laughs> well, which is completely. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Is this when they that. do the whole like 24 esque thing when they split the screen? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So there's like eight said, screens yeah. and you're like, what's going on? Like, like, three, they're going them, in and out. <laughs> like, <laughs> three of them are like the three of them are the cinematic and one's the real. Yeah, yeah, like you don't know which one to look at. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, that's no, that that happens at least the most obnoxiously. It happens when. um. The guy's about to shoot his family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, which you made a great point. Yeah, that's when I started to suspect something was fishy. If that really happened in real life, there's no way that they'd put something like that in me. They know it. Right. There's no way they put police it's, footage of somebody shooting his family in a movie. Right. Yeah, that's no, absolutely yeah. not. What got me uh, was the fact that every time something alien happened, the it, the footage the audio yeah. the audio would cut up. The video footage would get all fuzzy, and I'm yeah. like, come on, are we like? <laughs> Are we insulting my intelligence? I'm like, no. The, I, I don't think that the aliens have this technology that's going to screw up ours uh, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, that's just so stupid. Like they, and they, they got us. Yeah. And these aliens, what, are they peeping Toms? I mean, she goes to sleep and a minute later, it comes in her house. I mean, yeah, really. What was it doing? Yeah, it was just hanging, just out, hanging there out outside then. the window. Yeah. <laughs> This, no, guy, this guy says an owl. Let me let me point, <laughs> let me let me um talk about that technology thing that aliens have. Apparently, ghosts have that too because in all the ghost found footage movies, they all distort it and they all do that too. So apparently, it's like a that's because <laughs> ghosts are time travelers. Oh, are they? And they have the technology of the future from the past. Because yeah, we're uh, no, they, dude, they, <laughs> dude, dude. When you become a ghost, you go everywhere. <laughs> you do. You're just everywhere. Yeah, that's some. That's, that's crazy. Some fourth dimension. Fifth wow. Dimension. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I think that takes care of the story pretty well. I don't want to spoil the whole. Um, right. we're trying. We're trying to refrain from spoiling fake movies that pretend <laughs> yeah. to be real. Um. So next we'll go to C being cleverness. 
And this movie actually, although it's a lie, it's pretty clever the way oh, yeah, they do it. It's it's clever the way they do it, and I can't really think of any other alien movie. Exactly. I was genuinely scared for a decent portion of this yeah. movie. They're they're it's hard to make a scary alien movie. Yeah, because any because it's been it's been so hyped up by the media and alien sightings being associated with people who are actually nuts or yeah. under the influence of heavy drugs or alcohol. That it's kind of just laughed upon that's kind of yeah. funny at points and like i mean if you make an alien movie like the movie alien or anything like that it just becomes an action movie right, it's just badass yeah it's just cool it's like <laughs> right. it's they're still good movies but they just aren't they don't scare you yeah definitely but the, another thing that kind of makes this scary is you see the transformation of this woman yeah you see you see the in the beginning of the movie and don't really understand it until you see it happen throughout the movie and again, it's kind of looks like somebody going insane. Yep, that's absolutely right. And another thing, we were talking about this last episode, and this being um, how they don't jump right into scary parts, and yeah. they don't show the monster yeah. in the middle. They don't even show no, it at all. all. No, it's almost like a uh, like a cop show. Yeah, for a little, it, it, for a little yeah, while. No, you're right. It is. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good, really good choice. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of suspense. Yeah, it, it is because you don't know what is scary. Yeah. So you're not you're you're afraid because you don't know what it is. And exactly. one of the scariest things is being unsure about something. Absolutely. Unknown. Everyone's afraid of the unknown. Yeah, people are afraid of what they don't already know. Exactly. Um, so the other thing I want to point out in the cleverness is the fact that it's says it's so realistic, but yet it's completely fake. Yeah. Um, that that's a really smart choice, I think, for a movie. Because obviously can get away with it yeah and it hasn't been done before in that sense like as if as if it's i think the fact that they make it a reenactment half of it makes people think that oh they're not just pulling your leg yeah while we were watching i was thinking wow they kind of probably just had to shoot the whole movie twice yeah no yeah exactly (laughs) that's a great point but like a lot of complaints for horror movies that are found footage and stuff is that oh they would never have a camera there. Yeah, exactly. So what this movie does is they did when, have a camera yeah, there. <laughs> when they didn't when a place where they wouldn't normally have a camera, they, they just filled in, in the gap. Yeah, they filled in the gap with actors, which I think is a great decision. Rather than having a security camera f- somebody and they yeah, yeah. get a hold of the footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what that movie was, was that? That was Grave Encounters. Uh, Grave too. Encounters to the security <laughs> camera follows the car. Yeah, follows follows the guy driving. <laughs> and, like, why on earth would that ever happen? Oh my god! Oh, that car looks suspicious. That we movie, better watch him. That really movie close. was so bad. <laughs> and that was it. Wasn't even plot scene. It was just right, yeah, that, that was just dumb. That was, <laughs> it was just, just dumb. to show him driving to the mall. But they, <laughs> but they needed a camera. Yeah. So. That's when you know that the movie isn't entirely realistic. But this one, again, I mean, I've watched a lot of scary movies in my time. And this one, I wasn't sure if it was real or not. Yeah, we really, we, we really had to look. You had to look at it. some digging. But I mean, you, know, you know what? A quick Google search, there was a lot of stuff about it, which means mm-hmm. that a lot of people thought, a lot of people were thinking the same right. thing as us. Exactly. They, wanted, they didn't know either. And, and I mean, it, when didn't, you're, ju- it didn't just fool us. Yeah. <laughs> when you're watching this movie and you see some of the real footage, even if you don't believe it, it hits you subconscious because yeah. you're like, well, I mean, even if I don't believe it, there's a possibility that this is real footage. <laughs> and that's scary. Absolutely. Seeing people go nuts in their own mind. Yeah. Or <laughs> even laying in bed, dude, being abducted by aliens and then waking up the next morning and having no recollection of that. Terrible. That is such a terrifying uh, like concept. Yeah. I mean, 
like I, you, we could have been abducted last night. And we'd have no idea. Exactly. We may have been. Yeah, we were. And that then was, I have the me. idea. I would abduct. I abducted you. Yeah, and then aliens are just lucky that hypnosis doesn't actually work. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, exactly. we'd have gotten them. <laughs> I know. We got to develop that. We need the ghosts to bring back some technology for that, Ben. Yeah, they, they got to come back from the year 2065. <laughs> yeah, 2065. Is yeah. that when we'll have that? It's a good year. <laughs> that's a great year. <laughs> that, that's, what, what's that? 50 years? 2065? 50 years from now? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll, nice I'll, math, I'll quote man. you on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know your alphabet, and I don't know my math. Yep, so yep. so we're, we're even here. But I'll quote you on that in 50 years, man. We'll we'll see what's up. We're not going to be here. <laughs> we're not going to be here in no, 50 years. The world's going to end well long before that. Okay. I hope you're not right. But on that on that note, yeah. Before we move on, actually, 2025. I don't know if this is common knowledge yet, but they're sending Mars. Oh yeah, to live. That's a that yeah. is yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And and the people <laughs> have to sign the waiver because there's a one way trip. Yeah, exactly. I actually had a friend who applied up at college. Really? That's yeah. I didn't genius shout out over there <laughs> that's crazy i would not do that yeah, it's scary that, i just that's just like why not just shoot yourself in the head it's the same thing i guess but except <laughs> you one of the first 25 people on mars i don't know what if but we don't make what, it what's so good about mars <laughs> <laughs> it's red and they have rocks it's better than Earth and there's nothing there <laughs> Pe- okay no i, I don't want to go on a rant here but people tend to forget and it's thing take it for granted because you're 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 too accustomed to it earth is the most beautiful planet in the universe oh, yeah. as we know it yep and there's nothing that can compare to a rainforest there's nothing that compared to um the foliage in the fall here in upstate new york mm-hmm. there's nothing and people say well i'm gonna go to mars why <laughs> are you <laughs> gonna to go see the leaves change <laughs> no you're gonna go climb a rock and roll around in the dirt <laughs> Yo, well, I, I don't. I, I just thing. don't get it. Have you heard of um, Microsoft Mon- or Hololens? No. That is, it's a virtual reality thing that does motion tracking, and so you see through it, and it applies screens to real life tracking. So literally, you can be walking, and you can have a TV up in the top right of your head. You can put it in the clouds or whatever you want. And one of the things that it does is it turns the Earth into Mars, and it motion tracks everything I around you. That was one of the right. demos. And makes the terrain look like Mars. So you can just walk down the street and have it look like Mars. So why like, not just say Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You'll have fun with it for an hour, and then you'll want to see people again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Save the billions of dollars and tax money and all that stuff. If I was on Mars, I would leave everybody and go up to the polar ice caps and build an igloo. There you go. <laughs> that's a great idea. And why don't you? You like do that on Earth too, man. <laughs> Save the trip. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be cool because you'd leave everybody behind, and they'd be wondering yeah. where you are, and you'd be digging a tunnel. Lone Ranger. <laughs> That's a great idea, man. So on that note, we will move on to the acting, which <laughs> exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say I had a lot of notes on this before I knew it was fake with the acting. <laughs> But now I know they don't really apply too well here. But I do want to say that the quote-unquote real actress for um, Dr. Abigail, she had the most annoying voice. I thought it sounded... You you described it funny. I would almost describe it. It sounded like she was a computer. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly just sounded like she was like... Like Complaining. (laughs) Like the whole time. When she talked, I was just like, stop. Why was she in a wheelchair in the end? Because she was supposed to be traumatized. It was supposed to make her look. Because remember in the ending how she was like her back curled and all that stuff? I must have been sleeping. Probably. 
That yeah, it's on the there cover. There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right on the cover there. Oh, okay. <laughs> that picture on the cover it doesn't is look from... like a comfortable way to sleep. <laughs> I love sleeping like that, dude. Oh, yeah. Sleeping on my hoverboard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's great. But so that's really the only thing I have now that's a plus. Yeah, she it's, she doesn't get any less whiny. Yeah, but I mean, again, I do want to point out that the realistic aspects of it were pretty believable. So yeah. I mean, um, I give the real, the fake real act. And actresses, you mean the real fake actors. <laughs> yes, the ones that wanted to be real. Fake actors of the real parts of the fake movie. <laughs> yes, correct. All right. Yeah. See, excellently put. Yeah, um, I give them a hand because I, I believed it. Yeah, you know, I thought that it was, and a lot of that isn't just the actors, but it's also the directing and like how they do it and the footage and everything. But definitely, it was believable. Yeah. Again, it was. I agree. You know, you know what this for me when it comes to acting though? There's a guy in the movie who acted in one of my favorite movies of all time, The Mummy. Mm -hmm. The one in 1999, though. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie. Oh, Is yeah. that, wait, that's that's um, that's um the first one, right? Yes, yes. Like before The Mummy Returns and The Mummy... Be before The he Rock. Can't, can't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The came yeah, yeah, before that, when it was actually yeah, good. Yeah. There's a guy in that movie, and I love that movie, and he plays a pretty good part in it, and he was in this, and now, every time I see him, I just... I lost respect for him. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because he, he did a fake space. real movie. Yes. Yeah. I've he never insulted me. That's thing. I, another thing I want to point out, and talking about acting, is horror movies usually don't have actors and actresses that you can identify. Because the thing, the thing with horror movies, Adam and I have mentioned this before, and that is that they're like you want don't want a connection with the characters at all the beginning, and like. When, the only movie that I've ever seen that I've known the main, the only horror movie rather that I've seen that I know like the main actor from like a different movie is um, the woman in black with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm -hmm. Good one. And he like, I, I thought that the movie was going to be crap because he's Harry Potter. You know, can't take <laughs> it like, serious. I watch a horror movie with Harry Potter as the main character. Right. Right. But, but, but it worked out great. It really did. And I see him, his adult, Daniel Radcliffe as an adult, I see him as that now, not did, as Harry Potter. Did he play Quidditch? He, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Unfortunately, he was not magic to any of my knowledge. Oh. Second one. I yeah. The second <laughs> one, maybe there's Quidditch in that one. I, I don't it, know. I heard it's good. Maybe that's what made it good. But yeah, but so when you can recognize an actor an act or an actress in horror movies other than in the horror field. It like changes it. It does. In your mind. It, yeah, it really I does. I feel like yeah. you really just think of them and if they're famous, you think of them in other stuff that yeah. they did. Yeah. For the mom take is and it didn't happen. Why not? <laughs> because it was in this stupid movie. <laughs> because the alien took his tongue first. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the aliens are the mummy. We never that see them. Be. Right. That we never be. see them. That would be an interesting crossover. <laughs> they're mummified owls. Aliens. <laughs> Meet mummies. First time. <laughs> That'd be a YouTube video I'd watch. That would be crazy. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll move right on to realism then. And that being zero. Yes. Zero. But um but. because it's a fictional movie. Um as are most movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to put the realism as if, okay, well, when I go to sleep at night, do I think this is possible? And you know what? The way they put the movie together, I do. Or they, I did. They got me. Like I, when I slept after watching this movie, I was scared. And I, you said before, three thirty-three still scares you, dude. Absolutely. It's scary too. You know, it's one of those things though. If you attenuate your mind to believe something or to notice something, you'll see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I, I guarantee you, if there's a person listening to this right now thinking, oh, I hope I don't wake up at 3.33, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. yeah oh, they're yeah. going to wake up at 3.33. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. No, it, it's it's going to happen. You know, people for, tend to forget how the brain really is. Uh, your, your subconscious, your unconscious, you know, these are, you have, you know, millions, literally millions of thoughts going on in your head right now. Oh, that, yeah. That you're not aware of. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, so I don't know. I think people, uh, they're afraid of what they don't know and what they can't control. And once they start to attenuate them to think, I can't control this, they become afraid of it. Yep, yeah, definitely. And, and they accidentally the control part of it that they don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. the brain's an amazing thing. Yeah, it really is crazy. And the crazy thing is, I mean, obviously everyone has one and we don't understand it at all. Right. Oh, yeah. They yeah. can't, our brain canned our brain. Like kind of how an eyeball can't look at itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it's the ocean well floor put. of the human body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. very well put. We should know a lot about it, but we don't. Exactly. Yep. I think people are lazy. I think <laughs> scientists don't want to do their homework. I think so. I mean, Lord knows I don't. <laughs> who <laughs> exactly. Could who could blame them? Exactly. So um, realism, what do you guys have to say about that? I mean, it's fake. Yeah, but... <laughs> But apply it into real life, and yeah. does it apply it into real life? I definitely think it kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies. One of those that you yeah. think of after the fact, not so much during. They really weren't jump scares at all. I mean, I guess kind of at the end, and maybe sometime as well. She's hypnotizing. Mm -hmm. It kind of gets you, maybe get goosebumps a little bit or something. Yep. But definitely want to think about it as you're laying in bed later. Exactly. Yeah. If I was gonna view it, you know, realistically, um, I did. You know, in, in writing two books, I did a lot of research. And one of the things I was doing research on was aliens. Mm -hmm. And what are the chances that they're actually here? And when I look at it from an unbiased, you know, realistic, objective point of view, uh, I could not get into the realism of this movie, um, even even in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Some of the research I conducted was that, and it, it's really scientific, and I'm not good at science whatsoever. But... Uh, Pretty much, according to Einstein's theory of relativity, in order for a being to travel to Earth, they would have to travel at the speed of light. And traveling at the speed of light is an impossible feat. So, thing that I can't really get into the fact that there might be these beings here. But I mean, I mean, sorry to interrupt you here, yeah. but I just, I mean, everything is impossible until it's discovered. Like, like, um, fly possible, and now everyone's flying on planes every day, and there's just there's just stuff that we think is impossible until it's discovered. And sometimes right. things that you don't even think about, like people who lived in the '40s weren't thinking about internet exactly. coming around. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Who, who thought it'd be possible for me to grab call someone on the other side of the world? Right. In no seconds. one thought. <laughs> yeah, no one thought that was possible. And these things they just happen, and I'm. I mean, you can't, I feel like there's nothing in the world that you can throw out of the world of possibility because there's so much stuff that's yet to be discovered and it's being discovered. Even science itself is, yeah, science is always changing. changing. Yes. Like the world, everyone thought the world was flat. Exactly. Everyone thought this, uh, uh, the earth was the center of the universe. Yeah. yeah. Just and, stuff changes uh, and right. facts change. Facts are just theories that haven't been disproved yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> James, you have to patent that quote. Yeah. Well put. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, facts are theories yet to be disproved. What I think, though, and this is what I write in my second book, is that if there are aliens or other beings, they are just far enough away from Earth where they can't travel. Mm -hmm. We are just far enough removed from them and so on and so forth. Just That's about. the way it was meant to be. Yeah. So um, we have one more category here. And that will be effects. And this will be a pretty quick one, I think. Yeah. Because um, there weren't a whole lot of effects in it. Um, there were, but there were a couple uh, un unnoticed effects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you. I don't remember all of them. I'm not looking at the notes. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, the main one being that I noticed was the way they dubbed audio. Yeah, definitely. Um, dubbing it over the fake, quote unquote, fake audio and quote unquote, real audio. Um, kind of seamlessly transfer from one part to another. Yeah, yeah like they'll have the real audio playing, fake um, the actors talking, and they'll have the real audio playing with them. Right, and it just it just it makes it a smooth transition and it seem like oh well this really happened. They just didn't <laughs> they just didn't film it because right. they why would they film this? Definitely, right. you know. Yeah, and then uh, another one I'd throw into effects the whole I think the whole a second like a reenactment storyline mm -hmm. and then taking place after the first storyline. I think that's kind of an effect. Yeah. I don't really know no, how to I, put that into words. Yeah, that's a um that's more like four effect. Yeah, like you know? a, a before and after. But yeah, but it's I've never like a, seen it dumb. I really haven't oh, seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's that's something that's in fairness. Absolutely. Um that is something that I've never seen done. And it 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 like adds so much to the movie. Yeah, it makes you think it's real. It really does. Why would they shoot the movie twice? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Why would they go through all that trouble? Yeah. Um, and lastly, the other the other I want to point out before to like real visual of uh, is the part we were talking about this a little earlier. The whole twenty four yeah um screen changing yeah. thing got a little confusing at some points. It does. It, like I don't know. It's this movie like randomly turns into an action movie. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It's like and turns the, into the, cops. The frames aren't all the same size or anything, and mm -hmm. they're shifting. Then they're it's switching like, places, like, like, uh, like zooming across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a way, though? Uh, you know, cinematically to distract the viewer. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, because it always happened at points when you know you're really trying to focus on something to see is this real or not. Yeah, and all of a sudden you have like eight different things, like and you're trying to focus and you can't and miss it, and you think. <laughs> You just left wondering. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, that's a great. I think it serves point. as a distraction. Definitely, that is an excellent point. I I agree with that. Um, so it's out there. They're they're aiming where it hurts your subconscious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have this time movie... to think. You don't have time to think about six things at once. Yeah, yeah so, really, it really does. Um, subconscious in in like the movie itself. Absolutely, and the way that they present stuff. Yeah, for the viewer. Yeah, it does, but. Um, so another thing I want to point out again, before we get to video effects, sorry, I got, an, I just, another one popped <laughs> in my head that being, um, this part, this part's not really an effect, but it's, it's like for effect, I guess. Um, that being how in the beginning, when they first introduced the hypnosis thing, how all three people are all telling the yeah. exact same story yep. and they're all like switching, switching like, people, finishing each it. other's sentences, stuff, switching, right. You know, right. That that part, it, it's like we, wow. We were saying if any of that was real, they should have known something was up automatically. Yeah, right. If three people are telling the identical story. Yeah, yeah. Another another thing I want to point up or point out. Um, this isn't has doesn't have really anything to do with effects, but it's just another. Okay, this this is a on the script. The police 
towards the end when the when the girl when <laughs> Abigail's on house arrest, the um I guess he's the chief. He comes in the night after like everything or it's in the middle of the night I guess. Yeah. yeah. When um her daughter is abducted, quote unquote abducted, and he goes in and demanding telling her she's crazy demand her where the heck she, her daughter is or whatever right. and then eventually he takes her son away and says that she accuses her of killing her daughter when the whole time he had a policeman watching the house the whole time saying with, something came saying, in saying something uh, something came over and took the daughter it on footage and he doesn't even watch or listen to the footage he just blows it off and says oh it was a little distorted okay and he doesn't believe his that guy at all right as if a policeman is not a credible witness exactly his own policeman he planted there right. with a camera and even though it is a little distorted it still has all the audio right and it still has a little bit of the of the thing so right. I, that, what the heck? that's one other thing i wanted to bring up was with the parts that started to kind of get a little bit cheesy of the real footage mm -hmm. where the guy sat up in the bed yeah they said that the whole video got distorted but we were watching yeah the video. oh yeah we watched right. the video yeah that was right. that was that was just kind of the video did get distorted, but if, show, if you showed that video up to the policeman, he would have believed you yeah, a lot cause, more. Because they, <laughs> right. they see him sit up and they see him float. Exactly. And then they see the aftermath when no one's near him and he's yeah. just laying. And there. then when the, at the end when the police officer said, oh, yeah, like the video got distorted, but we saw it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. And I mean, at least the audio will do him. Justice, Definitely. You know, and that he actually. I, I just, mean, at the end, in the end, it's really worth a shot. It, yeah no yeah. exactly like at least watch it's what like you they got. knew it's like they knew before watching it that it was already distorted yeah. and i got no no yeah, way no that's a great great point like the even the guy who like was the police officer who was mounted there he didn't watch it yeah, when we, yeah, yeah he didn't, what the heck <laughs> all right yeah that's a great point that's that's some serious flaws in the movie like got i got him <laughs> yeah. i think it insults the you know intelligence of the audience watching it mm -hmm. definitely no yeah i agree a lot on a lot of cylinders i think it really does i yeah i would agree with you there but um lastly in effects let's get to the video effects um and i think the main ones are going to be the quote unquote again real footage yeah and their choice to distort it whenever something happens yeah because everything else was pretty down to earth realistic yeah i think that that is just them being lazy yeah thing you know I'm lazy at the same time sometimes things like that like the blair witch project didn't want to show the blair witch because you never know if it's just them going insane yeah it's really the blair well, that's, witch. that's one choice but why show a little bit of it and distort it yeah you know you saw like the alien flying saucer yeah i mean like it's just like okay well know. we don't we don't want to show a lot of it but we want to show some of it so let's distort it you know like just <laughs> yeah, write right. it write it better yeah <laughs> like again because with your point and it's a great point um distorting it just makes you think oh yeah okay of course that happened oh it's so stupid of course that happened okay so the scariest alien movie i've ever seen is signs i've never I've seen that i've okay. heard good though you it's one of those things where you don't really see the aliens till the end, but it's a slow uncovering. And Mel Gibson does a great job, and so does Joaquin Phoenix. But uh, there's one part when when you see it step out in a clearing in the cornfield, and <laughs> the camera freezes, and then it zooms in like a heartbeat. And, I mean, that was good. It was smart to do it that way, mm -hmm. and it was good writing. And it was the it was the... It was the, you know, the revelation of it, like all at once. It was like, okay, so because you saw its leg and then you saw its hand and then you saw the whole thing. It's like, wow, 
you know, I think that is well done cinematically. Kind of like Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bigfoot sightings, it sounds like. That's the image I've got in my head, like the, the walking across a field, like, but right, an alien. Like, dum, yes. Dum, dum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, that, that's a great point, though. And I think I, I think it's just laziness. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never know. The only the only thing that can make it more lazy is a to be continued at the end of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's no no ending. And then the it. only thing to make it even more lazy after that is them not making a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I mean I don't think they did. Well, they didn't say to be continued either. So. Yeah. I okay. hope they didn't. Yeah. They didn't read the whole. Yeah. <laughs> it said you it. didn't we, stay we till after the credits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one more thing. Sorry, the credits at the end. I don't. Even, this isn't even under effects. But you know how there's always an, like a good song at the end. These had real what sounded like real encounters oh of yeah i thought that was really cool no we're, that's, we're, that's we're, a great point it is and those are actually they're real like calls yeah they yeah. are those are real that's and very cool it's just like audio of them and what they're saying and stuff that i actually agree that is yeah. a really cool thing to throw in there and it, it did, did make us want to like listen to them yeah just to be did. like we did for a yeah while. we listened we listened to the whole thing i think did we yeah we so. did it went back to the title yeah screen. that's right no we did so we kind of skipped over what we do with the acronym, <laughs> and that is saying if the, the each letter is good or not. So we're going to go back and do that, and I'm going to ask each one of you. Um, without, I mean, we're not going to re-explain everything, but we're just going to backtrack a little bit. So um, with the story being fake, but being the, the way it was written and everything, would you say that it was well-written and it was a good story? wouldn't say well written i like the idea of hypnosis as basically the whole mm -hmm. story yeah i would say interesting but not well written okay and yeah i would agree with that i think it could be could have been written but i think it was clever yep um so Which now brings us to exactly <laughs> brings us right on to the second category being clever yep um what would you say about that adam i'd say clever yeah yeah i'd say, it was, say clever. it was clever yeah, yeah. very unique i th i completely agree i think that 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 was its strong point yeah that it was style really... movie we were trying to to decide whether it was more towards a suspense movie, movie yeah no it really is suspenseful you're absolutely yeah. right um so then that brings us to acting so um the casting and the acting do you, any flaws in that i'd go subpar yeah about a triple bogey yeah triple <laughs> bogey. Triple bogey. yeah I didn't see anything wrong with it finding real Abigail Tyler. She yeah. drive me insane. But you know what? Triple bogey is pretty good for some of my friends that play golf. So. That's good for me. <laughs> you yeah. know who you are oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so um, then realism um, and applying into real life. How do you feel about that? You think that it's scary in that sense? To a certain extent. Mm -hmm. uh, up until the last half hour, I'd say yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would yeah. you say about that, Ben? The more, the longer it went on, the more I was just shaking yeah. my head in frustration. Exactly. It started I, off really strong. I, yeah, I think quick. I think the movie itself isn't, but I think the idea the movie puts into your head oh, is. Yeah. And like, I mean, not I'm not afraid that I'm gonna be put hypnotized and then turn into a zombie alien <laughs> being thing. But I, I am. <laughs> I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think that's gonna happen though. I wouldn't want it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, I I mean I'm creeped out by the of I mean that like exactly that quote that I read earlier that um first of all first being they can they get in without unlocking the door the door's locked but they can yep. still get in that's just creepy no alarm yeah exactly the alarm doesn't go off and they just come right in that's creepy and then um 
the idea that something is happening to you at night and you can't figure out exactly what, but you know it's something. And like, that's exactly the reason for that is because you get those feelings all the time of deja vu and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And those feelings yeah. of like, mm -hmm. I know I've seen this before. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like, I have no idea where, but I just know it. Deja you know? vu is crazy. It's creepy. Yeah. And I think, and every time I see that, this is what I think of, or yeah. I feel that I think of this. Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh no. crap. I was, I was probed here. <laughs> that, that's what I think. <laughs> so I would give, I would say yes. I think yes. The realism aspect is scary. All right. Um, and lastly, effects. Do you think the effects, do you think it did it justice or, I think not necessarily the visual effects were good, mm -hmm. but I think the cinematography for effect yeah. was good. Yeah. Good I good ideas yeah. that haven't really been seen before. Yeah, oh I agree. Yeah, it was definitely unique, but I I would say I would dock it on poor delivery. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. 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 No, that's that is a we thought great that way went unspoken for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree with you guys exactly. I think that the effects the visual effects could have been done even like written a lot better like not even i mean the effects looked good the way they did them but they just i don't think they were scary yeah they on if they wanted it to just fuzz be out cheesy yeah <laughs> be cheesy and fuzz out they did that great. fuzz looked great <laughs> dude i thought it was my tv for a minute it looks so good right? yeah, he did. <laughs> wow that was good fuzz. That was fantastic 10 for 10 on fuzz yeah i was jiggling the wires but <laughs> trying to get a better signal <laughs> No. Um, so then overall, that brings us to overall. Did it scare you, Adam? No. It didn't scare you? No. Okay. I don't think so. Ben, did it scare you? The first time I saw it, I was a little freaked out. The second time, I was laughing. So yep. I, overall, it did not. Yep. The first time I watched it, I was scared. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I couldn't sleep. I was so scared. I was so you scared. Wet the bed. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm like really into the whole alien thing. And I, I don't know if I believe it or not. But I watch like um, uh, history channel, like ancient that show. And like that was interesting to watch. I don't, it's just interesting. So like when I watched this and I'd like at the time I thought it was real footage, I'm like, Oh my god, it's <laughs> real. Crap, oh, so I was so scared when I watched it. But um I I mean watching it now, I like I wasn't scared when we I watched it for the I was just like I I, I mean get scared when you're like analyzing it. Definitely. You know? Like when you're analyzing a horror movie, it's hard to get scared by it. Yeah, especially when you're picking apart the little details and yeah. notice all the things that were sloppy and went wrong. And then you Google it afterwards and realize it's all 100% fake. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, right. it does. Um so yeah, so I I have to say yes, it did scare me. It, it right. did. It really did scare me. So yeah, I give this one a yes. There we go. Um, yeah. So I guess that really sums up our um talking about the fourth kind here. Yeah. So that's a wrap. Yeah, that is a wrap. <laughs> you guys hear that? It's exactly. a good sound studio. Great. <laughs> now we're going to talking about Emerus Part Two. Part part two of, of the show. Of the show. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're gonna talk about the books in we'll general. Talk about the second one. So too. yeah, we will a little bit. Um, but I before we even do that, I want to talk to you about you. Me. Um. Yeah. So I just want I just want to know about you. Like, um. I I mean, um. You can share as much as you want, but like, what? How long have you been writing, and like, what got you into it? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, as far as writing seriously, um. I mean, I started this. I started this series back five years ago. 
mm-hmm. and I wrote the first eight chapters in about eight months. It was very, very slow moving. Okay. And then uh, just life circumstances happened, and uh, I was able to focus all of my time on the books, and I finished, um, I finished the first book in about eight months after that. Okay. And then the whole second book uh, was written um, in about eight months. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I started writing seriously in 2010, and you know, two books under my belt. Um, but like I said, it, that's kind of been sporadic uh, for the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I'm, I've always written. I've always liked to write. I'm. There was a proud to make a diorama or make a clay map of China <laughs> or nice. whatever kind of you know options they give you. I would always write the the next chapter to the book or mm-hmm. you know whatever it was. Yeah. And, you know the 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 teachers really encouraged me to you know uh, pursuing that because they saw that I had that talent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I, very cool. I listened to that and uh, yeah, I mean, so far so good. Yeah. So just a little follow up on that. I I know you mentioned this a little bit, but I don't really know what happened with it. Um, are you um, do you write like with a a publisher or do you write are you an independent author like how do you how do you go about that right uh i was actually um uh i was offered a publishing contract with publisher who i i don't think i can name okay uh but they're actually local in cooperstown okay but they are um they have offices in london um la and new york Mm -hmm. and contract itself um just wasn't wasn't to my liking i would have to give up all the rights to it to each book for five years okay and they would only give me 30 percent of the royalty mm-hmm. now if i go through amazon or create space through amazon uh, they give me 55 percent of the royalty so i mean at that point i i didn't want to you know just give away it's not like it's a multi-million dollar deal mm-hmm. and you can yeah. just give away okay you know I wrote this, but I want a million dollars. So yeah, yeah you, you can take it and do whatever you want with it. I mean, it meant a lot more to me. Uh, these books mean it mean a whole lot to me. Um, mm-hmm. was dedicated to, to my mom. Um, you know, she died in the year two thousand. She actually uh, started writing a book, but before she died, mm-hmm. and that's how I came up with the um, with the title. Okay, uh, Maris. Um, for uh, for all of them, her uh, novel was called Amrus. Okay, and um. Amaris was the the last, the final piece of the puzzle after I finished writing the first book. Uh, and which is ironic. The ironic thing about that is that, th- so in the, in the first book, the title was the last thing I thought of. And for the third book, I already had the title and it had it before I even wrote a word. Okay. So it kind of <laughs> kind of <flipped laughs> reciprocated yeah. itself there. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like I said, these books mean a lot to me. And, um, I like I, I think the second book is better than the first. Okay. And right now I'm writing the third book, trying to uh get, you know, have that be the best one yet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good awesome. goal. So um I just want you to explain what the books are about. Just a little a little no spoilers, just a little um brief um hook to what, what they are. The elevator speech? Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. These books surround a main character who lives in the year 2025. Nice. Uh, oh, we go. going to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And um, anyway, uh, he gets caught in a very, very big operation by an underground government, the United States, who are 
or technology from a, an unknown source. And this main character gets caught up in it. And it really surrounds his story and what this secret government is trying to do uh, for they've been in place since the 1950s and what they are trying to do now to control American citizens is take away the fun and that's the freedom of thought. Mm -hmm. He is, this character is the first successful pilot study and he gets taken and he gets taken down into this underground government, which uh, is uh, in Wyoming underneath the earth. There are uh, cities, in inverted super silos and this is where all this crazy stuff's going on and uh so it surrounds uh you know this character um the real area the real area 51 and a mission to rescue him so reverse uh this kind of uh freedom curse that has been uh you know taken from american citizens so there are certain there's a certain percentage of the population who are not susceptible to the technology and they are the ones who have to go rescue the main character and upon rescuing him they get kind of caught in a tug of war for the fate of all mankind because whatever this thing is it has to be stopped because if it reaches a certain point there's no going back mm -hmm. so these beings who are uh, actually not susceptible to angels they have angelic quality to um, there's other characters who are kind of hybrids who have a little angelic DNA. Um, there's a lot of research that went on into this book. It sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th there's a lot of research. But so the third book really surrounds okay, what are we going to do now? How are we going to stop before it reaches this tipping point? And uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. And if I can, I've, n I've not told anybody the title of the third book yet. But I would like to announce that. Oh, yeah. Oh, please do. <laughs> We'd be honored. We would be honored. And like I said, it's ironic because the uh, first one is beginning. The next one is The Wonder of Wings. And the third one is going to be Emeris Monolith. 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 Yes. <laughs> this is one of those things where, you know, it's, it's the beauty of the English language because each word spoken has a certain connotation. And it has its own feel. Words have a certain undescribable, you know, characteristic to them sometimes. And when I hear the word monolith, I just think it's just something about that word yeah. that I like, you know? No, I agree. And uh, not only does it have that awesome intangible that makes your, that opens your mind a little bit, uh, it's also very symbolic for uh, what the third book is about and what cannot be undone. Mm -hmm. definitely yeah that's awesome i was just thinking as soon as you said monolith i was like damn if i ever invent some kind of car <laughs> call it a monolith <laughs> <laughs> no that that is that is a great word yeah no that's, that's sweet that's, i like that a lot i'm yep. never gonna forget that that, yeah. word, that word sticks with it awesome well you read the first book yep i'd like to get your thoughts on that i okay um now being interviewed we've, we've turned this around a little bit <laughs> yeah. i, I don't we're on yeah. his radio show now <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to keep this pretty brief and to the point, but I think it is something that's definitely worth reading. Um, not only for, I know, um, I mean, I don't know if people know this or this is what they get out of it before they read it, but it's got 
um, an extraterrestrial something in that sense feel to it. Um, I don't think that it's a book that you read because of that, though. Right. I think it's a book you read for character development. For I, I think it's got one of the best stories that I've read. Honestly, just this. this serious? I am completely well, serious. Nice you just, I, just, just to give some credibility, I don't read a lot. Right. But, <laughs> but I do watch movies, and I think it's. I I really enjoyed it. I really did, and I. It's one of those books that you get you get a um you get hooked with the characters and you you feel yes well that's one thing uh you know the first book is very sequential it's very plot driven and the second book is more contemplative mm -hmm. and uh you know it makes you really want to sit and kind of understand why the characters do are doing and i wanted to make the characters as real as possible and you know, some of the things that I put in the first book, um, particularly, uh, you know, I had second thoughts of, should I really put this in there? Because this yeah. is not what the books are about, you know. Um, but I did because I wanted to make it as real as possible. You know, you know, I, I'm not a big drama and the, the characters are playing games because they're in high school. You uh -huh, know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I really had to wrestle with myself about those decisions because, you know, I, I do I put do I write something that I do not condone in this book? Uh, I want to make it as real as possible. So you are reading it. The reader begins to empathize with characters and that in turn um, just makes it a better read. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I got out of it. I Did you want to read the second? Absolutely. I'll go. I, I want to read the first based on what James just told me All about right. it. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get you guys a copy. All right. That would be fantastic. But, well, one thing you said, um, you know, about extraterrestrials, interesting because with i think I, yeah this is in the second book and it's actually a dream that i had a lot of times i'll have very very vivid dreams extremely mm -hmm. vivid and some of the some of the dreams I, I i describe in the book as they're happening but uh instead of calling them extraterrestrials which they're they're not really mm -hmm. uh one of the characters says more like extra dimensionals Wow. Extra dimensional. Extra dimensionals. I, I should like that. copyright that. that yeah, no, that is an awesome word. In the book, that is really uh, what it is. You and know? you dreamed so, that? Yes. That's that's why. That's <laughs> incredible. I had I had some crazy. The, the cool thing about this book, and it's it's really um really fascinating, is that uh in the first book and the second book there are there are anecdotes um as what you know they happen. To happening in real time but the characters are recalling what their life point or you know this person did that whatever uh you know their stories of encounters with with angels mm -hmm. with you know this could only be written as this there's no other way to go about it all those there's probably about half a dozen in between the first and second book, all those really happen to people I know. Uh huh. That wow. Nice. So as they wow. are done under the guise of a fiction, the publisher has classified it as adventure fiction. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of what goes on in that happened, and it just opens a whole new world of, you know, um, reading possibility because you get to think like, wow, well, this is happening in fiction, but this could happen. And yeah, the great absolutely. thing about it is it did happen. Yeah, I was. I just want to chime in there. I don't. I don't write books. Uh, me and James little band duo. 
longest time I was stuck on song. That was the hardest right. part. I play guitar, I sing. It's all good, except the songwriting just wasn't coming together. We played a lot of covers, and it finally clicked this year to me that it's way easier to write something realistic about something that actually happened. Right. You take a story that doesn't yes. that doesn't necessarily seem like a big deal. You can make it. You can make it into whatever you want, right. as long as you get a nice base to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'll, I'll I know we're running short on time, but I'll tell a quick anecdote. Um, my uncle got picked up in New York City by a cab. And the cab driver was talking in a different language. My uncle thought he was speaking in tongues. And uh, they go to pay him. And the guy says, your money is no good where I'm from. And he says, and he says, what are you talking about? And he said, your money is no good. Where, where, um, it does not benefit the father. And, and my uncle and his friend, this was about 20 years ago. They said, okay. So they got out of the cab. And before the cab pulls away, this, ma this man, who was strange, transforms in front of their eyes. And long flowing white hair, long flowing white robe, uh, a, um, a golden glow going about his head and face. And the advertisement on top of the cat, which was something like a, I think it was the New York Times, changed uh, to a triangle. And it said Trinity 3. And the, and the guy pulls away. And my uncle and his friend just start bawling their eyes out because they just witnessed something supernatural. Wow. Whoa. So yeah, I got goosebumps. I just did too. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's crazy. <laughs> so I put that in the book and, um, as one of the angels that picked them up. Definitely. Yeah. And, That's great. And, and you know, my uncle is still con confused about why he saw this. And I have in the book, the angel explained that if they weren't picked up at that moment, they would have been killed and part of a gang initiation. Wow. So it's writing is something amazing because you can do something that happened and give meaning to it under the guise mm -hmm. of fiction. Yeah, that's which is really that's which is really cool. You know. Yeah, because because you you gave that whole instance a whole backstory in an instance like a backstory a meaning that didn't exist before. Right. Exactly. It that's, was just. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. But uh, you know, so it's it, it it's really cool. I mean, God's get definitely given me a very creative mind and. Uh, you know that, that I'm just kind of slower because um, you know I'm working full. You know it, it, it's hard to get you know get in the heads. But I'm I'm on chapter twelve. I'm going to Canada tomorrow. I'm gonna um, probably write a few chapters up there. Mm -hmm. Very and, cool. And um, hopefully it should be out at some point next year. Awesome. Perfect. And uh, you know You're people hearing can, it first here. That's right. <laughs> people can go to uh, BenjaminDeerBooks.com and. and uh, the first and the second. Uh, uh, that was going to be my closing remark. Yeah. So that's perfect. So, closing remarks then closing here. Remarks, um, I think next week, you can catch The Descent. The Descent. We are reviewing The Descent next week on the Ghost Goons Radio. Um, give Mr. Benjamin Deer a follow on Twitter. Sure. What, what is it? It's Young Wise Owl, right? Wise Owl. That is Twitter. So go to Although, that. Although, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're young. But, um, real quick. Uh, we're all gonna go squashing. Sometime. We are oh, yes. absolutely. We'll yeah. go squashing. I'll be you back. guys. All, you guys will all hear about that. So we'll. I'll be back. We'll definitely do that. Ben will be back with us. But give him a follow. Um, out on um Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're the ghost on all of that. Shoot us an email. Email dot com. Or uh, <laughs> I hate when the you ghost the, the ghost goons at gmail dot com. When you say email, I think that we're just performing. Maybe we are. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's a wrap. So you heard it here first. Um. Benjamin Deer's new book will be out soon. Thank you. And